Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Clickbait with my co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And I'm Onyx. And on today's special episode, we have another fantastic guest with us today, Mr. David Cave, the voice of Megatron from the Beast Wars series and the Unicron trilogy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Fantastic. But that's already this pressure on me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited. What am I going to do? We are uh, also very excited. Well, thank you. Thank you for okay. having me on here. Of course, of course. So let's get started. Our first question that we have right out the gate is, um, why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Uh, I'm uncomfortable with that. And uh, let me see about myself. <laughs> I've, uh, I guess I've been doing this all my life in one way or another, using using a microphone and using my voice. Um, it started in radio when I was 17. I had a fascination with being on air. I guess before that, I was doing some volunteer work at the local cable station behind the camera, and so I kind of kind of fell in love with that as well. But I really liked um, the, the idea of radio. I used to listen to uh, radio stations. Um, you know, and, uh, God, it seems so long ago, and seems like I'm an old person talking. But I used to listen to the transistor. Ra- <laughs> listen to me, transistor radio. The tra- I might as well be doing this voice. The transistor <laughs> before the cassette tape. Oh God, listen to me. Um, but anyway, I was I had uh, heroes on 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 the air. I used to listen to a living growing up in Canada. Um, I had a fascination with um, with with, uh, with America, and I used to order, you know, stuff out of the back, comic books, and all the good stuff seemed to come from uh, from America. So I was uh, I had a fascination early, and also the, all the great radio stations and personalities uh, came from America that I sort of followed. Um, you know, stations uh, you could pick up at night: WBZ in Boston, WGN Chicago, and you know um, the uh, CKLW out of Detroit. I listen listen to air check tapes and, and recordings of uh, these great disc jockeys who were real personalities at the time, and I gravitated toward that. Uh, I, I thought, I guess that's kind of the first time I I equated. They weren't just a voice, but they were personalities. You know, people like Howard Stern came along, and he was he's a pers- still doing it, and his personality. It, uh, it's just not a disembodied voice, and I, I tried desperately to, to do that when I was younger at 17, 18, of course, failed miserably. But somebody gave me a shot and put me on the air in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. And and I was big into Letterman and I was trying to do Letterman bits, you know, and I was, yeah. I did listen, one person gave me a shot. Rick Johnson gave me a shot, put me on the air. And and that's sort of how it all began. But I had a, I really wanted something more, always wanted something more. And I was, uh, trying to you know figure out who I was. And I remember doing a bit one night. Uh, it was a takeoff on Letterman, like top 10. I don't know what I was doing. And somebody called me like 2.30 in the morning, stop doing Letterman, and hangs up. And, <laughs> you know, you were at young age, you're shattered. You know, somebody yells at you, stop doing that. And, right. and But but I look back on that, I go, he was right. Stop doing other people. Just be, you know, uh, it takes a long time to be comfortable with who you are. So it all started radio. And I went through to Vancouver. I had a few other jobs, small jobs, morning, morning shows. And I thought that was, I was going to do that for the rest of my life. I'd become a big fan of Rick Dees way back in the day. And, and we have since become, you know, friends and it was just so surreal, but I followed these people and tried to emulate their careers. And it wasn't until Vancouver, you know, I moved out there in 1989 and that's where they were doing little known to me, cartoons, Deke animation was out there, uh, which we always 
used to say jokingly stood for done in Canada. And they were doing things like, you know, GI Joe. And I growing up, I had all the dolls nice. and, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm fast forwarding here, but, uh, basically <laughs> I was doing the morning show. I was part of the morning show team. I was doing voices, uh, uh, characters on the air and that was quite fun i'd done every every day part they called it that middays afternoon drive evenings overnights and and the morning show is when i started to go oh this is fun this is like this is like show business and <laughs> you had the morning zoo dean hill constable bob uh david k you know i, I was playing char- characters like cowboy dick and howdy boys and girls that sort of, was <laughs> it's a lot of fun yeah i was doing things i was doing show i was doing like stuff and then uh, I got an agent from taking, I was so bored the rest of the day because you're kind of done at 10 o'clock and, and I would, I would look for something to do. And I took this uh, goofy commercial modeling course. The modeling part was, it wasn't obviously for me, but the commercial part, learning lines and staying in front of a little, you know, uh, cam, a camcorder and, and recording an audition. I, I kind of dug that. And my soon to be agent uh, was very brand, was brand new and said, you should consider doing this. You know, if you want an agent, I'll represent you and start to send you out. I go, okay. And then it was somewhere in the neighborhood of a few months after that, uh, he called and said, do you know how to do voices? And I said, sure, <laughs> whatever. Sounds good. He said, I have this audition for GI Joe. And I, and I said, like, like with the dolls, like the, you mean GI Joe? And he says, yeah. So I was all over that and I auditioned for it. And somehow Somehow I got the part of General Hawk and that began the animation. Oh, wow. So that sort of catches you up to date from where I started from, what I loved. And, and then when I first got my first, my first taste. <laughs> oh, my yeah. That's pretty That's cool. excellent. That's quite the story. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, let's, let's move on to our second question is what first brought you into the world of Transformers? Uh, yes. Well, let's say I'm glad I stopped there because uh, <laughs> I started doing anime, uh, Sashomaru and characters in Iyasha. I didn't really know, uh, you know how big a deal it would become. I had no idea. I was just like happy to do a cartoon. They didn't pay us any money for it. But the Freelay stuff, which is the um, what Transformers would fall under, where you get a bunch of actors in a room and you record without, there's no animation done yet. They they animate to your voice. So they, as the script comes in and it's like, it's, it's show business. The audition for that happened, much like other auditions would be start to come in. I was very, still very green. And this, uh, the, this big package, hey, got a big audition for you. Big da, 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 da. And it's a, like a stack of paper with pictures and drawings and relationships between the characters. Now, I wasn't exposed to G1 Transformers at all. Um, I grew up on Bugs Bunny, Tex Avery, and weird cartoons. And and, that. <laughs> um, and uh, I did watch G.I. Joe once in a while. I did, did you know, there's, but I rarely, I didn't really, I wasn't familiar with um, Transformers. I just thought I wasn't exposed to it. And so I think that was a good thing because I, I saw this character, and I always gravitate toward the um, the bad guys and the the main good guy, <laughs> the bad guy. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. And I sort of I looked at it, I read it, and I said, and, and I keep thinking, I don't know how I ever, you know, it's like when we say, how do we ever do without cell phones? It's like, how? What did I? What did I do? I have no idea how I even. Got that. <laughs> so I, I remember reading for Doug Parker, who would eventually end up playing. Uh, um, is it um, Starscream? No. Uh, yeah, the the Beast Wars version. Um, oh, for crying out loud! 
a star screen anyway, whatever that equivalent was, I can't remember. And uh, he was he was auditioning us, and I walked in, and I had really no idea. And I all I can think of was Anthony Hopkins and Sean Connery in a lizard, because I saw the picture of it, and I was a big fan of both those actors. That well, if I kind of put a spin on it, if I did, and I just started, you know, this sort of thing, this Shakespearean blah blah blah, and I got a callback, and I went to the callback a couple of weeks later, and there's nobody else there. It was um, a Griffith Gibson Ramsey Productions in Vancouver on 8th Avenue. I, don't, I think they're still there. But I walked in. There's like nobody in the room. I go, oh, this is better. It's quiet. And there's, <laughs> there's a couple. And there was somebody else in there. I don't even remember if anybody else was there. But I, they brought me in. They read me for both Optimus for Primal and mm -hmm. for uh, Megatron. And I don't even remember what I did for Primal, probably much the same as my own voice. And they ended up casting me as Megatron, which I'm just... Just grateful for it. it was so what a what a what a what a ride. You never think it's you never think it's gonna last past thirteen episodes and move on to the next, but here we are twenty five plus years later and <laughs> yep. I'm still coming up going, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have uh, can I have your rubber ducky too? I have, yeah. Very iconic. I have the buttons. I have the, the you Yeah, know, you do have <laughs> I have one I've too. Seen, I don't have one. I've I've seen some of them. I don't have one, but I think yeah. they're hilarious. They're so much fun. They're available on the website and at my next show at TFCon in Toronto on July the fifteenth. <laughs> 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 what I sound like Rob Paulson for a second. Ah, ah, David Kay. But that's sort of how it's happened. Uh, there's a lot to be said for not knowing what the you're doing. You know. Right. Uh, now, I don't know if I'd say that now, but well, actually, you know what? Uh, I've spent most of my career flying by the seat of my pants. I, I know what I'm doing, but I but I really don't. And someone's going to find out and they're going to call me one day and go, hey, <laughs> you know what? I know you've been in all this stuff, but mm, I don't think you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it. A, let's call it. Let's call it a day. And, you know, and, uh, but yeah. So so really, there people ask about you know, how do I get into it? And I really don't know what to say. I mean, there's no, no real rules as a way. Uh, I think that you need to do improv. You know, I was doing theater and you need to be comfortable mm -hmm. being yourself and not caring. But otherwise I really, Phil Lamar and I had this conversation once and I have no idea. I told people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I got into it. You know, <laughs> uh, not really quite sure. Secrets so, out. Yeah. So I really, yeah. Secrets out. <laughs> Secrets out, you know. Uh, Phil Lamar, hi. Um, I, I don't know. It's just sort of one of those things you think, wow, how grateful am I? That's the only thing I can think of is the word grateful and how the opportunities and, and uh, present themselves. And that's why I eventually had to move to, you know, to an emigrate to the U.S. in 07 because it was getting busier down here. TF Animated started. I was cast mm -hmm. Optimus Prime. Mm -hmm. Really mm -hmm. weird for me. I know, right? The total opposite <laughs> side. Yeah, so you, I, I Changing teams. I tell that story about driving through Changing Chinatown. Sides. I'm off the 110, in through Chinatown, going downtown. <laughs> and uh, I get a call right before I get to the Disney concert hall area and say, hey, DK, so good news. I want to hire you for, you know, for TF uh, Animated. Uh, and I, I'm thinking, oh, Megatron's back. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So they want to book you for Optimus Prime. And I kind of went, what? <laughs> and I, said, I literally said to her, are you sure? What a twist. Are you sure? What do you mean, are you sure? I go, well... I just want to check because I was, uh, yeah, 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 we know. They want you for Optimus Prime. You know, my my animation agent minces no words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I do not want if, to get on her bad side, ever. If I've counted right, you've voiced close to, if not more than 600 roles. 
which of the characters have you played that you really enjoyed that you think most people may not recognize you from? There's been a ton uh, that I that I, I really enjoyed. I always liked doing Professor X because, you know, uh, Patrick Stewart and the whole thing was fun. And but um, <laughs> so good. I loved recently doing He-Man Masters of the Universe. Um, I, I playing uh, I, I, one of my favorite characters. Is, I remember He-Man, uh, Battle Cat, you know, Cringer. And uh, I know Kevin Smith had a series and we did our series from the same time, both for Mattel. And uh, Yuri Lowenthal was our was our Adam. And our He Man, and it was that was just before the pandemic shut us all down. We went into the studio, and it, we, what a fun cast! But I just the character—it's one of those things where you get something, you go, oh, I know exactly what to do with this. I know, I, I hear, I hear him right away. <laughs> and um, I have uh, many actors uh, named Liam who are are, are favorites of mine. Uh, Neeson and uh, what's the, the Liam who's in Game of Thrones? Oh, yes, Liam Neeson. Liam, and, and Liam who's in the Game of Thrones. The He's to protect the king's protector. You know, they uh, don't think you, you know, I don't like the Red Scarlet Queen, sir. You know, um, I sort of married, oh, you know, Liam. Yeah. Uh, Liam Cunningham. Thank you. And uh, I, I really enjoy, I, I love the two of them um, as, as actors and 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 their voice has this, they, they kind of come from here, from the throat. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Liam's, uh, he's an Irish American. He's an Irish American. And I, and, and I sort of, I, I married the two and it's, I became a protector. Instead of the 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 the, uh, the voice, they weren't going for the old school and the whiny stuff. I thought, well, uh, he's a protector, and he's got you know my claws. I'll protect you, Adam. If the, if the last thing, a very father figure, sort of uh, Adam. Careful, don't step in the pothole. You know, I mean, oh, I really loved cool. him because it was like to me putting on a a warm a warm coat. Like ah, this feels comfortable. And I know this character, and I just uh, I really enjoy playing him. And and some people, you know, I actually like the series. I don't watch. Let me get this out of the way right now. I I watch very little of what I've done, uh, especially on camera. <laughs> it's like <laughs> turn it off. I I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with it because I always think I can do better. I can do. I can make it better. I can make it. It's not. Doesn't sound real to me. It doesn't sound right. So. Uh, I, I did watch five episodes of that series and I went, hmm, this is actually really good. And uh, not just, you know, I don't watch it for me. Uh, God forbid, but I, I, everybody else, the cast is everyone's just freaking amazing. I was, gee, this is a really good, Indeed. well done, you know, show. So I liked him. I did some stuff for Dr. Seuss, which I'm a, always a big fan of since I was a kid. The places you'll go is one of my favorite things. And it's like basically my mantra. That's a really good one. Oh, absolutely! I love that one. That's uh, my favorite. And so, having to getting to work on uh, on that uh, on that series, it's on. I think I think Ellen was executive producer on that. It's on. I think it's on Netflix somewhere. But I did some a bunch of characters in there, and it was so much fun to get, bring life to a Doctor Seuss character. That was like wow, you know, to me. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, well we know you've spent you've spent a lot of time as Megatron uh, primarily, and also as Optimus. And from what you remember of like what you did, but got to do with the characters and where they went in their character journey, if you got the opportunity to play them again, is there anything specific you would want them to be able to do or any obstacles you'd want them to overcome from your characters? I like the character arc for Optimus. I mean, the first few episodes of him, I was uncomfortable. And so, hence... I wasn't sure of the voice placement yet. I wasn't quite sure who I was and who, and to, uh, but episode four or five, I realized that, oh, this is me. Oh, well, this is, it takes so long 
you know, we, we put on masks every day and, and we really hide who our true selves. And especially you do that, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're acting, but it's so uh, freeing and cathartic to just take the mask off to be, be yourself. Cause that's ultimately, you know, what's, um, who the real, who the real uh, human being is inside the, the soul of the character. Every character, you know, I create, I, I need, he's got to have a soul and, and a heartbeat and, mm-hmm. and feeling. Yeah. He's got kind of like sparks. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> got to have sparks. You know, it just can't be some voice and screaming and yelling. It's got to mean something. And and an optimist to me that I was a, sort of a revelation where I guess, oh, I don't need to do anything. I just just be me. And that was powerful. And uh, that opened even more doors. Uh, the other, uh, you said the other part. What was the other part of that question? Uh, um, talked about. Uh, yeah. If you if you got to do them again, what would you want to yeah, do with again? Them? Um, yeah, because my point was, I love the the arc we were headed in, uh, in TF Prime. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. Megatron, I mean, I knew back then it was very Shakespearean. I love the writing. But there's a lot of different nuances I would like to, you know, if given the chance again, a mature uh, Megatron would be interesting in that in that voice print, in that type of character. Very interesting. Very interesting. Haggard, uh, battle-weary battle worn i tend to gravitate toward the dark heroes like dark dark batman is my favorite because a guy yeah there's a real human being there's a tortured soul there's somebody who's uncomfortable you know yeah um, there's a lot about him that uh, i can relate to it's like uh on the outside you know it's uh, on the inside a bit of a mess sometimes thank you god definitely see that in the uh, armada megatron yeah, for sure. Yeah, God yeah for, for sure. For my Batgirl Maria. Uh, gosh, I don't want to do without her. Uh, <laughs> or Catwoman, I guess. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would love to. It's the nuance you can bring to the character. Is uh, you know, if I mean, I could imagine him coming back on screen, you know, haggard and and scars, and I'd be kind of cool. Uh, he's gone through the mill, and and uh, Hollywood make it happen. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> but I. It's not up to me, man. That's not up to me. I, I always tell people, they always say, are you, are you disappointed that you're not? I said, of course, you know, what actor isn't? But the, but the fact that I even got a chance to play and inhabit this character who's iconic, who's uh, a chance that I got a chance to play like two of the, you know, the, the main good guy in the main, in the main yeah, villain, or, really cool. or any of these characters, the fact that I give a chance to inhabit them, I don't own them. You know, and it's not that, I, oh, you can't use me. You didn't use me. That's not, and yeah, whatever. But right. that I got a moment to play them is, is wow. How cool is that? Like that's, that's yeah. again, I go back to the word grateful. That's, it's incredible. So. Well, who has been your favorite cast member to work with on any of your Transformers projects you've been part of? Right. Uh, well, I was going to say Roger Craig Smith. He's been a Transformer, but he's one of my uh, favorite people to because we text each other and make each other laugh. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that works because the the other one was the same question, but with, between yeah. your other franchises, because you've been in Ratchet and Clank and GI yeah, Joe and Benton and all that. Yes. Well, we were in Avengers together, and I was Jarvis, and and, and then we went on to play uh, Vision and. Uh, Benton von Simo, um, and he was Captain America, <laughs> got in that room. And Bumper Robinson, my, these guys make me a lot. Bumper, uh, <laughs> uh, I actually got to reach out to him and say hello. But we all got very close during Transformers. Um, favorite in the Transformer world? Well, in TF Prime, I mean, God, that was such a what a, a, a bump was it was was fun to work with. Uh, Corey. Corey Burton was fun because we used to do old radio voices every, we didn't, I don't think we ever had a real conversation. We would just go, good morning, Mr. K. Good morning. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> like, all that. 
in the Beast Wars world, you know, when I still live in Canada, back in Vancouver, what a what a treasure, what a treat that was. I um I always really got a kick out of um of course we're all in love with Venus Terzo because uh, we're <laughs> the only girl in a bunch of full of idiots. Uh, I was mad crush on Venus, but uh, Alec Willows used to freak me out watching him work. He he's a theater guy, and and I have mad respect for Alec. Um, I know he's still 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 out and about around uh, up there, but. Uh, Classically trained and, and just a character in this uh, and and such a wonderful uh, human being. I remember Alec had a he had a heart attack once, and I had no, I had at that you know at that young age I had no buddy that I knew heart attack. What a friend of mine? Well, how does that you know? He, when you're younger, you don't really think about that. And I went to visit him in the hospital, and it was just uh, you can't die, man. You can't you can't go. And he didn't. Um, and it was just so he's just such a nice, warm human being. And to watch him become tarantulas with his fingers. And it's just such it's, a good tarantula, you know, I just loved it. Yeah. I, he was a he was a thrill to work with. Yeah, I know a lot of the prime cast. You guys recorded that in the round. Did you get to record in the round with anybody in in the prime mm-hmm, in prime? I think you were hard shell yeah. in that. It's hard shell. Yeah. Um, they did, but, and I know, uh, who did I work with it one day? I was in, but then I was in after. I know Peter was had been in, Frank was in, uh, Steve Bloom. And I think I brought, I think if I recall, was it uh, Studiopolis, Burbank? I think it was, and I went in, I went in after because I had a scheduling. I remember there was a scheduling. I was busy at the time, I had, and they couldn't bring me, and I came in after, um, and I did that um uh, I remember the audition. Though. I told people, if you're going to do something in the audition, be prepared to, you know, if you book it, to be able to do the same thing. I have my hands around my my chin because you have this thing. I didn't want him to sound too Megatron-y, but I wanted to have that, you know, that the deep uh, voice. That yes, mandibles, you know, this thing. Yeah. So I created D. Bradley Baker. You know, taught me how to do stuff, mm. stuff like that. Just use your face and use use other tools and just your voice because and that created the character. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson and him and I fought. Uh, Kevin's Kevin's a gem. He's so much fun. I might have did it with him. I can't remember. I might have, Kevin and I might have uh, been in there. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of characters you've voiced, who has been your favorite Transformers character you've voiced, and who is your favorite Transformers character you haven't voiced? <laughs> Famous Transformers character I haven't voiced anything in any of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> live action or animated? Yeah, live, it was live action. Ooh, a live action Beast Wars Megatron. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I I think I've auditioned for for some stuff, but I never got a chance to play. But hey, look, hey, stop it. Um, it would be be fun to bring something to the screen, the, the, the live action portion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Absolutely. the favorite's been favorite's been Megatron because he's just been again so Shakespearean. He goes through all the thing and he gets kind of dark at the end, and you know, and uh, the noble character. But yeah. Um, but I do have a soft spot for TF Prime Lugnut because he's just a he's a, he's what Megatron would call a dolt. You dolt. <laughs> so true. That's why. I'm busy over here mumbling. Don't mind me. So you know, I was he was very fun to play. And yes, that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Perfect. Sounds like you're not a huge be involved in like the Transformers fandom in general, but what is your favorite thing about the Transformers fandom that you have experienced or about being in and around the fandom with the fans? Oh, when people come up and say, uh, you were my childhood. 
I mean, it, it said a lot and other, other, you know, and, but that lands cause you think, Oh, wow, that's heavy. And I always answer, uh, you know, either in Clank's voice or, uh, if I've video games, I hope I raised you well, teacher, um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's heavy. And also when people, you know, I've had people come up to me, um, at a convention and a certain character that I've done, they've gone so far as to say that, I think, you know, I saved my life and I go, Whoa, you know, cause I was going through a tough time and this character or whatever I identified with and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Or, I, you know, our son was in hospital and, you know, uh, Optus Prime from the animated series, you know, kept him company and, uh, we think it helped him, you know, that's sort of when you realize that, Oh, it's, it's a little bigger than, you know, we're just doing a, doing a voice. Uh, it, it, so that stuff is, uh, it's great to, that three years uh, off, we weren't doing any any conventions, the you know for the pandemic, and I mm-hmm. I was always sort of like, ah, I want to stay home, and you know I don't do a lot of them. I never really did a lot of them, and now I have a great booking agent, CelebWorks, and Neri and Chris, and they're wonderful. There's you know Ashley's now now with them, and and I just think, um, and so I want to do it because I like them. I, I, I they're wonderful people, and 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 you realize the first one back I hadn't done. A convention didn't do many like i said didn't do many before but the first one back was dallas uh kamea i think it was um when I, my first one last year the year i can't remember uh you realize oh my god this is important this is this is how you give back this is this is what the whole because if there's no if there's no this there's no fan there's no fandom there's no us it doesn't exist and like you know like the shishomaru thing we were paid like two dollars and 73 cents a line at the time like whatever you know it's like we're doing cartoons who cares but now <laughs> they have pops and there's like things out and it's as popular as ever. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had no idea. And the fans keep it alive. They, they keep it going. It's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm uh, very well aware of, of um, the, uh, the honor, what an honor it is to, to do that and to uh, you know, make someone's day. It was just a quick little story about a uh, character, Ford Kruller, who I play in the Psychonauts uh, video game series. And, I sort of forgot about about him, and but he's a great character. And um, to do the voice, I have to really scrunch my neck, and I think I do have neck problems. Probably why I'm getting an MRI tomorrow because of all the like, and all the you know. <laughs> well, honey, pepper boy, bacon down in here, see. And uh, and this these parents brought their their daughter with them, and um, she was autistic, and and she this was her game. This was what she loved. And four curler was her, that was, and she brought her up and she was all timid and shy. And I did the voice and she went crazy. She's <laughs> she started to cry and, and that because of this game, you know, it, to do with like, uh, uh, you know, connecting the brain and all this stuff, it, it helped her, you know, in that respect. And she knows she, you know, uh, she has a, a, an issue and she knows, and this game helped her and her parents were beaming, you know, and they, they say, you're the reason we came here today. Cause Really? Because I'd be going to the Harry Potter guy, or I'd be going to see, you know, Danny Trejo, or or what's his name from uh, from Star Wars? Like, I to, to, just to come and see me. I mean, that was, you know, and you made this girl's day. You made her year, and so it's just mind blowing. It's so cool. Oh, that's that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for our next question is, uh, what is something uh, nobody knows that you've done, and you wish that they would know about it? <laughs> there's a there's an audio book i did for a very close friend of mine i haven't seen for years but he lives he was in thailand he's over in, in uh holland no uh he's has a son but him and i did theater years ago brooke brooke burgess uh you can look him up 
uh, he's done a couple of projects. Uh, um, gosh, what was, um, he, I did a project with him. It was before, like, you know, the internet was, uh, doing shows. Um, I, I have to, uh, uh, Broken Saints. Broken Saints is a deep, uh, interesting series, 2003. It's sort of a comic book style, sort of animated, and uh, when the, you know Flash animation was a big deal and came out, it's a horror drama, and I play some, you know, crazy character on that. That's quite a series uh, that was very heavy, um, but it was brilliant. And I think I think Brooke won some awards, and he also wrote a book called The Cat's Maw, M A W. And I, and when he was in Thailand, we I every I take an evening and do two two three chapters, and I did an audio book for him called The Cat's Maw. And I, apparently, I won some award. I don't win any awards, but I won some awards. <laughs> that I, sounds really I, fun. I yeah, and, I feel like I, I've heard of that book. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a yeah a, a Sovis award. I, I um probably the only ah, okay. I'll ever win because uh, I don't really enter anything. I don't really know. Mm. I, I just kind of do my thing and move on. I, I forget about all the other stuff. But that that book is was ton, tons of fun to do, uh, and it's a it's a great book, and I, he's a great writer. And uh, but I would, yeah, a couple of projects that he did that I worked on, you know, for no money, uh, just because uh, I love Brooke and he's a good guy, and I, I believe in what he does, and and uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, do you have any current projects that you're working on that you could uh, talk about, or is there any anything in the future? There's some really fun stuff. God, I'm just like aching to tell. Like it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know there's. I know. Gonna have NDAs to wait. Gonna have that, to wait. But, yeah, uh, no, don't. There's literally about five or six things. Uh, you know, I recorded something this morning. It was it was so cool, but I can't. I, it is uh, right. It's, the it's understandable. It's yep. oh, we're very excited. I, I can't though. remember. Oh, oh, oh! The, what's out there right now? I can talk about is uh, Digman. That's Andy Samberg's new comedy, um, animated comedy. Oh, yes, on uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, Rip, Rip Digman. I play the newsman, Howard Toe, and uh, a couple, a bunch of other characters in, in the show. And it's um, it's very funny. It's hilarious. And uh, that's on Comedy Central, and it's out there in the first season. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, Andy's, uh, you know, I uh, I, I, I did, didn't make it to the rap party and I uh, wasn't feeling great at all. And it was at the, it was like, I just said, I can't, I can't, I can't. And it turns out, of course, he was there. I really wanted to thank him, but um, anyhow, there it is. But that's fun. And you can, you can promote the heck out of that. Also, uh, it's still <laughs> on Netflix and it was not renewed for another season, but it's so out there. <laughs> um uh it's uh gosh what was i and uh, i've completely forgotten the title of it what um uh da, 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 the guys that do uh paradise pd um oh, for crying out loud uh farzar f-a-r-z-a-r farzar it is extreme oh, that sounds familiar it's funny but I'm telling you, be careful who you watch. Be careful who you watch it with, and you better have oh, a no. <laughs> sense of humor because it goes there and then some on every level. <laughs> That's good to know. Moving yes. to our last couple questions here, we wanted to take the chance to see if you have any questions for us. I don't know. Um, I have no idea who was your who was your uh, your last uh, voiceover guest. Uh, Andy Barnett, <laughs> uh, who voiced Rhinox, yeah, we interviewed him this morning, actually. 
Yeah. I don't know. Any. He was in the new Netflix series, the War for Cybertron oh, trilogy it, they it, did. Got it, got it, got it. Maybe I've, maybe I've, have I met Andy at a con? con? Maybe I have. He was maybe. in he LA was a, this year. Yes, he was in yeah, LA. Yeah. For TFCon LA. Yeah. Really not, yeah, real nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. He's very yeah. sweet. Yes. He's um, super fun. Yep. Yes, I did meet. Yeah, real. Yeah, very cool. I think he was in another con as well, but uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, Transformers. He was also in TFCon Chicago. That's right. I was also there. Yeah. That's where we met. We you know, in the green room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. I, 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 otherwise, I don't think so. I we just got him. We got one. <laughs> <laughs> Clickbait. You got the next question. I do indeed have the next question. So where can the listeners find you? Your social media's website. Where can they go and support all the great work? Where you am I? Uh, there's a website called davidk.com, and it has uh, pretty much all, all everything from all the trailers and promos and animation stuff. It's all on there. Even some updated information. And uh, but I, I'm so I'm I'm bad at that, so might be a little behind. But um, uh, at dkvo on on Twitter, we're going to be on Threads um, as well. The new platform, the same handle at dkayevo. Yeah, Tara Strong hates that handle. She always hated it. But I, did. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was so ambivalent and didn't care at the time. You know, why don't you do something cool? Because I'm not cool, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stick to the classics. Yeah, to the classics. I think that's that's also where your store is with your uh, yes buttons. Yes, you can buy the the, the the yes buttons are available on that store. There's some eight by tens, but I'm I'm out of the eight by tens. I have to remind me. Actually, I have to go and redo the store. So uh, yeah, so we've got. Uh, the website we got uh, Twitter uh, threads um, uh, and also uh, Instagram, uh, also at D K A Y E V O. It's, it's horrible, um, but yeah, it's I'm right there. So please, uh, please follow me. I, I post now and again. I, um, I do have a, a you know a one about wine, but you mean know, you know that's a separate. <laughs> my nerd. I, I'm, that's my other. My, and as always, listeners, we'll put all those links in the description so you can mm-hmm. go and give them a follow. But yeah, I don't have a lot of these left. Uh, so hold on, you go to the website and pick one up. You're going to need a special link just for the buttons. Okay, guys? <laughs> I think so. I think so. We can probably arrange that. <laughs> the buttons is the thumbnail. <laughs> Excellent. It's all about the thumbnail. Yes. <laughs> well, our final question is are there words of wisdom or something special you would like to say to the listeners? Yeah, don't try to be anybody you're not. Be who you are. Like I said, if you're interested in this business, uh, the, the 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 sooner you become comfortable with yourself, and that sometimes takes a long time, the better. Uh, but every character you create's got to have a have a have a soul, and it has to be a real, even a robot. It's got to be a real being, a real living being with feelings. I always tell people my goal with Clank, even though he's a robot, is to make you cry. You know, you know, but Ratchet, you're my friend. You know, I want, I want <laughs> people to feel something, even though these are maybe mechanical beings. Um, yeah, uh, do improv. Um, just read, read and travel. God, uh, there's nothing like it because it, it opens your eyes to uh, to the world. And you know, um, I think being insular is a is a very bad thing. Bad things can happen when we don't look outside our own mm-hmm. uh, existence. You know, yeah, America is a great country. Uh, I love it, but some other pretty great countries out there too, <laughs> like Italy's not bad. Boy, oh boy, I get <laughs> there. Uh, but you know, just I mean, broaden your horizons, and 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 honestly, I hope people are still reading because 
that's really that's really important and uh, to meet other cultures and other people and 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 be empathetic and 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 learn you know that uh, you know the world doesn't revolve around you and that that dictates how you create characters and how you because uh, you have to go to these places you know uh, if you're creating something that's truthful yeah 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 really well said absolutely yes wonderful All right. Wrapping things up here, I want to take a moment and say thank you so much again for joining us. We really appreciate yes, you. Thank you. Oh, you're and very thank welcome. you so much for the words of wisdom. You're very welcome. Very As always, welcome. listeners, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Until our one. Till all, all are one. one.